welcome to The Woman in Nation. I'm your host, Karen Hines, also known as Coach K, and I bring you this platform for women to share their stories coming from twinge to triumph. Last week, we spoke to Ms. Lisa Jones about her battle through stage two cancer. This week, on part two, we will be discussing and speaking on Ms. Jones, her journey to weight loss, her books, and her business. Join me as me and Ms. Lisa Jones have authentic conversations about her life. Yes, thank you for um, those of you who didn't see me last time. I'm Lisa Yvette Jones, and I go by that chief encouragement, inspirational, and empowerment coach, counselor, and consultant, and yes, best-selling author. I am a speaker and a trainer as well. I currently am the mother of one awesome and amazing son, and I work full-time also for the federal government. I am in a leadership position that I've been doing for decades, and I absolutely love and so because i lead people so i you know i love the 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 point that i can engage with employees and really help them to navigate through their career growth and development i am also the new and proud owner of i care leadership yes i cultivate those authentic relationships to empower and why because i am on a mission to transform and humanize the employee experience head hand and heart so i'm on a mission to help others um, expiring or seasoned leaders in their first maybe three years of leadership to help them hone in on those soft skills that i find so important to really help build a wonderful and lasting relationship with employees. Oftentimes, we miss when God is speaking to us. That is because we have not learned to be quiet long enough to hear him when he speaks. Miss Lisa Jones goes through the importance of being quiet, having a relationship with your doctor, and being involved in your health your yearly appointments and then you are a partner in your health you do not wear the white jacket but you have to have on an imaginary white jacket and let your physicians know that you are a partner in your health so it's not so much them talking to you it's you having a conversation on what you feel is best my primary care who actually gave me the first report of the uh, you know, my that my pap smear, ladies, yearly exam, do not miss it. That's another nugget, okay? Um, she gave me the report and said that it came back abnormal. And I said, what does that mean? And she said, it can mean a number of things, Lisa. It can mean that the report was just wrong, or we can do more research to make sure that there isn't anything further. And that's when she sent me to an OBGYN who then told me to come into her office. And I said, well, why? I said, do you see cancer? I just said it out of nowhere. Didn't know why. I did, and it just didn't make sense for me to say it, but I said it. And she said, it's not that you can see cancer, but I want to rule it out. And she said, I'm going to send you to an oncologist. And then I said, well, I know what a gynecologic oncologist is. That's cancer. So what do you see? She said, it's not that I see it. I just want to make sure that if it is, we know. And if it's not, we know. So then that's when I went to him and got the report and the rest of history on that. Um, but once I got that back, just before my surgery, my doctor asked me to come into her office and all she wanted to do was just be present with me. And I thought that was so powerful 
we sat in the space of quiet for a good five to seven minutes. And I know it was that long. I just couldn't believe it, but she allowed all of my thoughts and things to just come out and come up. And finally I said, doctor, how many people are dying from this cervical cancer every year? Because here's the thing, guys, I had no symptoms, not one, no irregular cycle, no pain, nothing was out of the ordinary. In fact, I tell you, there was a calm before the storm because I was at such a place of peace that it was beyond my understanding. I didn't, couldn't understand it. And I said, what is going on? Because I felt it for the first time. I said, this is a place that I'm in so tranquil that I just don't understand it. And then I'm reminded of the scripture that says that God will give you that peace that passes all understanding. So in that quiet though, my doctor gave me that space to be quiet so people that's another nugget if you have a friend who is going through they may not want you to say one word will you just be present with them and give them permission to be quiet in a safe space with you year 2006 black women were 10 percent less likely to have been diagnosed with breast cancer and 40 percent likely to die from breast cancer as compared to non-Hispanic white women. Black women are two times as likely to be diagnosed with stomach cancer, and they are 2.2 times as likely to die from stomach cancer as compared to non-Hispanic white women. Black women are far less cognizant of their probability and or risk factors. They are 35% more likely to die of heart disease than Caucasian women. According to HHS, black women develop hypertension earlier in life and have higher average blood pressure than white women. Primary medical exams that women need are gynecologist, clinical breast exam, mammogram, thyroid check, skin cancer screening, HPV test, BMI weight, STD screenings. Do your research. You should be knowledgeable about the age requirements to have these tests performed, why you need them, and what kind of doctor perform these procedures. Obtain a good relationship with your doctor. Follow up on a regular basis, and please get involved and ask questions when it pertains to your health. During my meditation sessions, I realized a lot of black women do not know how to properly breathe or do they know how to live in their moment. Me and Ms. Lisa Jones will briefly discuss the importance of living in your moment and breathing. Um, so um, everything, you know, is not for everybody. You just have to listen, you know, and, and how I went from medication to meditation is me meditating on his word. Mm you know and listening to him when he's speaking to me because i have a tendency to talk you know i was just so stubborn to where i didn't want me to tell me what to do mm, you know i didn't want to listen to me but it's a time you know when i say peace be still he couldn't tell me to peace be still he had, just shut up okay <laughs> shut up because i talk you know and i'll be talking you know back and forth with myself because i don't want to hear me yes and yes. it's a battle of the mind so you have to clear your mind, sit and you focus, you sit down, you be quiet and you just learn to listen. 
Because yeah. if you do not listen, you're going to miss it. You are. You're going to you miss are. it. You know, you know, one of the things so, that people don't even realize that the word listen and the word silent have the exact same letters. The exact same yes. letters. And that's, I believe, strategic as well. So that's just another mm -hmm. nugget too. When people want to talk, just realize, turn those letters around and take some time to be silent. It's exact same letters. And one thing I want to add is breathe. We as black women do not know how to breathe. I didn't realize we can shallow breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I would look at a little newborn when they're born and I see that they can breathe, breathe it from their stomach and then their chest or what have you. Then I go, they're, they're just so these little quick little breath. But then I realized one day when I was watching this program, I was a shallow breather that mm -hmm. I don't take full breaths. So I yes. am so intentional now. And if you just say the word breathe, like you just did, <laughs> I did like this. I, I saw you. <laughs> I saw you, yeah. I was like, she breathing? <laughs> I got a deep breath. Like, <laughs> I said, as soon as you said it, it was like, okay, it is time for me to take a deep breath and let it out because it comes. Yes. It comes so much. So, oh my goodness. I'm so glad you did that. What yeah. are some of the you know. Just take the time to focus on what's there in front of you. Absolutely. And Absolutely. stop worrying about yesterday. Stop worrying about tomorrow. What are you what are you doing now? What's in front of you right now? What can you control right now? Absolutely. You know, and we have to take those um now moments to get a get clarification and to just to get us together, get focused, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally. Yeah. Stop worrying about the next person. Stop worrying about what the next person is doing, what they have that you don't have. Exactly. You know, and just focus on what God blessed you with. Yeah. And move forward Meditation is a simple and effective method to improve the quality of lives and develop inner peace, relieve stress, and provides mental clarity. Meditation can help you unlock your potential, understand emotions, improve constructive feelings relationships and the flow of positive emotions apart from improving overall well-being your happiness meditation helps your memory stay sharp and your concentration remain stable another benefit to meditation is helping you fall asleep meditation triggers the relaxation responses it is estimated that 50 to 70 million Americans frequently suffer from sleeplessness, hindering daily functioning and negatively affecting health and longevity. For more information about meditation, contact Preeminent Life Solutions LLC today. Ms. Jones, what motivated you to lose weight and go on this weight loss journey? And how did you maintain your weight? throughout the years. Weight Watchers, I did the bariatric surgery, the sleeve procedure, and mm -hmm. I initially lost about 69 pounds. Well, I was 362 pounds. So losing 69 pounds was not going to be the answer for me, but I had to keep going. But the whole point was for me to change the narrative 
that I wanted to, God gave me a second chance. I wanted to live and not die. And I was going to live and not die. But here's the thing. I knew that I can be in my forties and my fifties and my sixties, my seventies and my eighties looking good because there are too many stories out there of women who are doing it. And all of a sudden those women started coming up in my newsfeed. You see what I'm saying? When we think about, we grow. We grow in. Yes. So when I started seeing Miss Ernestine Shepherd at 75, 80, looking like she was had a body of a 16-year-old with rock solid mm -hmm. ass, I said, that's my inspiration. And more and more women in their 80s and 90s that look like they're in their 40s. I said, yes. well, I can do that. Mm -hmm. And so I never gave up on my journey. I still, the sleeve procedure did for me what I needed it to do. I was eating healthy, but I was eating too much. So it gave me the opportunity to have smaller portions and my weight loss just came off slowly. I never gave up on me. I even went through a standstill for about five or six years where I just fluctuated between the same 226, 253. I would stay between those pounds. And then in 2016, actually, I'm sorry, 2019 is when my doctor, I was having some intestinal issues. And then I said, what do I need to do so that I can stop seeing you? Let's speak about your business, Ms. Jones. Why the name and how did you come up with that name? Yes. And get quiet and still, I said, Lord, I do care. But what does this mean? And he said, I want you to train other leaders in your method and what you do in bringing the heart of leadership, heart to leadership. And then I said, I do care. And then he said, that's the name of your organization. I care. Yes, and it's the small I C A R E because it's less about me and more about them. But I, and then I said, well, what does care mean? And what does that really mean, Lord? And then I heard you cultivate those authentic relationships to empower. And oh, yeah. being authentic. It means you're being vulnerable, but it also means that you are not afraid to have those crucial conversations with people. Don't get me wrong. There are team members that I've had to show the door, mm -hmm. but listen, I can sleep well at night because they knew that it took a lot to get there. And so my whole goal is to make sure that I teach others. And what people call them are soft skills, but I think they're so powerful. They're powerful and people are seeing that now, that we have to bring the heart of leadership. We have to bring heart to leadership. So transforming and humanizing the employee experience is what's crucial for us. Hand, hand and heart is one thing for you to want the labor and then you want the intellect of the people that come on board, but we also need to tap into the heart and get to know them holistically. You have written several books. Can you please share those books and why you written them? I, in 2019, Dr. Missy Johnson, who is now a screenwriter for BET. So it's so wonderful. She compiled the book, Fearless Women Rock. Here it is, my shameless plug. Courageous Women Finding Strength During the Storm. She came together and she said that she wanted to get 1,000 women to share their story. And when I got the notice, I said, I have to be a part of this. And so I did, and I then wrote my story talking about the it, cancer diagnosis and what I went through. And I give tons of nuggets in here to talk, tell you, to walk you through some of the things that I did to help me navigate that story. Women so writing, overcome through writing, 
this was therapeutic for me because I'm huge on journaling. I'm huge on journaling and really having people um, talk about what's going on with them. They may have to do it in writing. So every morning I journal and I then said, well, what would my chapter be in this book? So in Fearless Women Rock, my chapter is from cancer to comeback, how my faith made me whole. But in women overcoming through writing, I started thinking about, well, do I want to write about the cancer story again? And then I said, well, there are so many people who have cancer. Who wants to hear my story? And guess what I did? I went in my room and got quiet. And I sat there on my bed and I just meditated. And then the Lord said to me, everyone wants to hear your story. The world wants to hear your story. And so I said, oh my goodness. So that's the title of mine in here. Who wants to hear my story? The world does. And what I'm talking about is getting out of your head and getting over those self-limiting beliefs that you don't have something to yes, say. I love this, you know, collaboration and yes. this, this authentic conversations is what we need. Um, and I try to bring um, women here that can have something to offer other women and try to uplift them and bring them out of a dark space. Listen, um, I, I'm telling you, for you to have done this is huge. You were talking about black women and, you know, and them, you know, when they get to a certain place, they forget others. You are showing a whole different side of that. So where that was a negative for your history in the past, you are rewriting history by having a platform for women to come to. Thank you so much. This is powerful. I don't take it for granted. I am so thankful that you have given me this opportunity. And thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. Keep up thank the great you. work you're doing. I pray much success for you. Thank you so much. That means a lot. It means a lot. I thank you for watching this week's episode, The Woman and Me. I'm your host, Karen Hines, also known as Coach K. You have a good evening and be mindful.